0: up everything. The Avalanche are 8-1-1 in their last 10, the Wild are 8-2-0, and the Golden Knights just added Jack Eichel back to the lineup. Meanwhile, the Blues are losing to the Montreal Canadiens, so pretty much that. Let's get started and let's go, Blues. Hey, man. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Two Guys, One Cop podcast. It is Thursday, February 17th, my five, sixth birthday. Coming at you hot. That's 31 and five, six years, 30 and five, six years old is a big age, Ian. That's a it big is. threshold. You know, so people people have been celebrating all day. Uh, We're back. It's uh, another podcast from across the country. I am in wherever the hell I am Jacksonville. (laughs) And Ian is in St. Louis. And tonight, the St. Louis Blues, much like Cody Rhodes, decided to leave a project they started. Uh, In this case, you know, being a respectable hockey team. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this but the point <laughs> is the board is suck and we'll talk about that. We'll dive right in but first off Ian, how are you this fine evening? Uh, uh, I, I was
1: I was better I was better about an hour ago. Uh, I was really good about an hour ago and then about 59 minutes ago uh, my mood tanked much like this team um, but I'm not outside I'm not in the cold freezing uh weather that sleeted for a while here for 10 minutes it sleeted like like insanity weather outside i was like oh my god and then it (laughs) it stopped but for 10 minutes there i thought i was dead i was in a house with full heat and totally fine but i thought i was dead
0: i was in a house well i will tell you ian that i don't think it quite hit 80 degrees here today so oh well you know know, i think we're both in the same boat (laughs) I would say more or less equal. Um, So I guess, I mean, there's a couple hockey things we can talk about. You want to do that or you want to dive into this loss while we're hot? Um, Yeah,
1: let's just dive in.
0: All right. So screw all these other games. The Blues won against the Blackhawks and the Ottawa Senators. Who cares? Robert Thomas is pretty good at hockey. We can talk about him when we're feeling a little better. But then tonight, Ian, Ian, you watched this game. I Mm. missed the first period, which I think was the only good period, um, (laughs) and caught in midway through the second after I'd gotten dinner. It's weird. Like, I've tricked my brain somehow, Ian, into, like, because we're a central team and I'm over here on the East Coast, it's like all our games start at eight, but somehow these couple of games have started at, like, six – eastern or like seven eastern but somehow that feels like six it's a whole thing so um it's been weird on the timing but talk me through the first period tell me what happened
1: the human body wasn't meant to change time zones you're meant to stay that's in right. one one tiny little town your whole life that's um, right and that's and why that it throws town, us all for a
0: loop and that town is waukesha wherever waukesha is where's waukesha illinois wisconsin i should have known
1: that yeah anything yeah if it's got a vaguely native american name to it and it's not like uh, obviously southwestern it's like always it's like always wisconsin i don't know why i don't know why but they they kept all their names and good for them um i mean what can you say what can you say you know this game's interesting because it's not like the Blues. Got destroyed, right? Like it's not like um what was it? Last was it last week when they it was a week ago today? Yes,
0: a week ago today. Really? Yeah. Oh boy, that which feels by like the way, real ago. quick, real quick is why I have immediately a particularly real issue with the whole. Well, it's just one game argument, mm-hmm. you know? Because like <gasps> it's just two games in the last week, you know? Exactly. But anyway, yeah, that's- I was saying this this game wasn't like that game. Uh, they were
1: they were in it to the very end. I mean, it went to overtime, but um, yeah, it pretty much started out as exciting as it could be in the first period. Blues didn't really look all that like excited to be playing. Didn't look all like they had that much energy. Period. Paul Byron scored uh, his first goal of the season. I don't know how many games he's played this year. Um, I'm hoping it's less than ten um otherwise he is like a microcosm of the Montreal Canadiens so <laughs> it, it could very well be true could very well have played like 47 games and have one goal it
0: probably has yeah
1: oh god the only nice thing about this goal is that Jeff Petrie um is on one of my fantasy teams so go Jeff Petrie for the secondary assist um Robert Thomas scored a shorthanded goal like 10 minutes Paul later Bobby
0: has played six games <laughs> this year so how many Six.
1: Oh, okay. See, we're, we're in the clear.
0: Good work, Paul Byron. I knew you wouldn't let us down.
1: It was his 500th NHL game, I believe. So, you know what? You know, it's monumentous, monumentous for Paul Byron and so many different reasons. Um, yeah, Robert Thomas gets a nice, pretty short handed goal. A nice little feed from him to Bushnevich back to him. Uh, it was one of those things where I was like, we got outplayed in the first period, but it's 1 1. So maybe the Blues will take advantage of that uh that little momentum swing at the end of the period they did not no one scored in the second period also like nothing happened the blues got outshot nine to four so that's great i mean when you only have 13 shots across both teams in one period it's bland as all hell busso looked pretty good i thought he made some good saves i just the blues just looked lifeless and montreal is bad so they also looks lifeless um there there are no fans I, excuse me, there's 500 fans in the building. Um, So essentially no fans. I've saw that. I'll get ahead of myself here. I saw that kind of trot out as an excuse on Valley sports by some of those guys. Like, well, it's really hard. You know, you're middle of winter, uh, there's not a lot of not a lot of fans in the building. It's hard to get up for these games. I'm like, yeah, well, they managed to beat Ottawa like frickin' five to two. So uh, and they only had 500 people. So it's it can't it's not
0: that bad. It's not that hard. It was trotted out as an excuse for us. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. For us. It was also this game was tied and they were already laying the excuse out. They're already like, well, you know, it's really hard to get up for these games. It's
0: like, Jesus. oh boys, 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 boys. That is a loser mentality.
1: They saw they saw the writing on the wall. Um yeah, third period. Again, not much happens. Buzhnevich puts the Blues ahead with a 16th of the season uh, with just a little over a minute to go. It's a nice feed from Teresinka to Bushnevich at, like, a severe angle. Buzhnevich gets a nice one-timer off. and it gets past uh, Montembeau. Uh, this, I heard something where they were saying, like, Bush, this is, like, Bushnevich's preferred spot to shoot. And I was like, this is a severe angle, sir. But if you're good at shooting from there, cool beans. Um, I was... I my computer had died at this point it was almost dead so i moved the computer from the living room to my office plugged it into the power supply because i really didn't want to drag that thing out uh into the living room so i was like okay i'll watch the end here which scored Um,
0: i live my i live my life around where a charger cable is already plugged in yeah exactly like i'm not moving shit i i could just buy another iphone charger for like eight dollars <laughs> but i just have one lane i'm not gonna i need
1: one just like sitting in all outlets at all times just so i can be wherever i want to be yeah, yeah.
0: why literally oh, why wouldn't you you know that's the thing about it
1: it's like crazy. actually it would be smart i really should get another uh, <laughs> charger for the living room for this laptop just so I, it doesn't ever do this because this <laughs> happened in another game earlier this year too
0: some of these new, like, uh, like apartments and stuff that I've looked at have, like, just, like, USB hookups in the kitchen island or wherever. Mm. I'm like, damn, this is mad accessible, you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is, like, the future. I'm going to have a robot butler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> speaking uh, of robots, speaking of robot butlers, real quick. I, <laughs> I was, like, I was in a... I was at a restaurant the other day out of here. It's called Dick's Wings. So, you know, get mm-hmm. your pot shots in while you can. Um, you've got all day. Uh, <laughs> and they had this robot that was like a, a bus robot, basically. Like, But it wasn't really. It was literally just like a stack of trays. And it would like walk out to the table. Mm-hmm. But... It literally just like came to the table and then a white waiter or waitress had to walk with it and hand you your food so like i don't really know <laughs> this thing had to be expensive and i don't really know what the point was other than just i guess less spills and stuff if a waiter or waitress drops the tray or something but with that said, have you ever seen a waiter or a waitress drop a tray outside of, like, Groundhog Day, the movie, you know? like Right. I,
1: I could never, ever do that job. And I see people with, like, like five or six plates of, like, food, and they're walking out of those huge effing tray, and I'm like, not in a million years, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, for real. And you see those people who carry, like, six bottles of There's six glasses of beer all compressed together. It's crazy. But like, anyway, I thought that was funny. And then they told us that it was like, oh, well, it's a a trial run. And um, we're training it. (laughs) Basically, we're the first restaurant in the world they chose us for some reason. And I was like, okay, whatever, dicks at Dick's Wings. (laughs) And uh, then I went again tonight and it was gone. So I don't think the trial run went very well. (laughs) Robot. It was fun to see.
1: You're fired. Yeah. Have you exactly. ever seen um Have you ever seen Tally? Is that in Dearborn? Oh Age yeah. Shnips oh, I know
0: Tally. Oh. I know Tally's voice. I love you Tally. Hear, you, ever, you ever hear her do a little, you know, ET Wally sort of sound effect? Oh yeah. Get up close. It's kind of cute. I love Tally. All, all the cuter.
1: If I saw someone like, if I saw some like dirty ass teenager walking through Schnooks and they like kick Tally. I'd be like, watch yourself.
0: Yeah, that's right. I would come after them. That's the that's how they get you though. That's how the robots get you is they get they tug at your heartstrings and then they pull them out, you know? Right. So
1: right. I'm, I'm imagining Tally like with like a machine gun or something. Like, oh Tally, I defended you though, Tally. We were
0: friends. She shoots you to death and then she just goes, inventory depleted. <laughs>
1: she rolls over my corpse. Yeah. Uh, i i talk about we talk about all this stuff because you know the blues were up two to one and that's that's where you want to stop that's where the game
0: (laughs) we just just wanted to live in that moment as long as we could and real quick ian before you do go on on my side there are some like glitches and and skips and stuff so i don't know if that'll come across in the zoom recording but if people hear that our apologies hotel wi-fi kind of sucks sometimes <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna blame I'm a, me i'm a robot too you know ian's blaming himself yeah maybe it's just tally corrupting the matrix as we speak but anyway i just wanted to say we'll be better you know when we're in person again next week but go yeah on. you know we're,
1: we're we're gonna get better we promise
0: <laughs> we, we will we'll get better we promise and that exactly. way for
1: sure most likely
0: yeah (laughs) almost almost certainly probably (laughs)
1: you can bet on it but don't um oh god the so the halves pulled their goalie i believe we almost got an empty netter like Saad almost was able to get to the puck and swatted into the empty net like it was in the crease or it was like in the blue paint and then Mm -hmm. gallagher the little boy that could dove and swatted it out of the crease and you're thinking, eh, what, you know, what are, you gonna, what are they going to do? And they scored. They scored with uh, 10 seconds left. That's uh, <laughs> what they did. Weidman, St. Louis's own, uh, passed across uh, the entire zone over to Cole Caulfield, unguarded, 6-on-5, scores into the open net with Huso sprawling off to his right. Um, you know, I don't want to blame anyone on this, but I will. Uh, because Colton Braco is just kind of standing in front of him. So do I really think he's going to get all the way over to defend Cole Caulfield at like the, like, I don't know, way far side of the net? No, but like maybe you get in the way, maybe you get a stick on it if you're not just like standing in the slot defending, I don't know who at that point, but whatever, you know, it's great. It's two, two, you go overtime. Blues look pretty listless there too. I don't think they really got many opportunities uh just kind of a lot of neutral zone play, more or less. I think who's got a good save or two in there, and then uh kind of a lazy play by I don't know who it is, it might be fuck Um, that tries to get it out of the zone. It's the so, so Habs recover it, they skate it in. It's Petrie again. Thank you, Jeff Petrie for my fantasy team. Uh gets over to Cole Caulfield, puts it in beyond who so uh who so probably could have had this. Jordan Kyra also got have back a little harder. I also have a hard time playing back-checking and a three-on-three three OT, but whatever. Um, it just... it's was just... Uh, boy. And and they lose. And the Blues lose. It's 3-2 loss in overtime to uh, the Habs that haven't won a game in 10 games.
0: Oh, it's real bad, yeah? Nope, you came back. He's back. Everybody's back. Oh, Ian, it's real bad. Did you <laughs> Ian? Uh, did you know that Colton Pareko worked for Republic Services because he's a garbage person? <laughs> oh, sorry. So that was just oh. I just had to get that off my chest. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing: this is this is this is this is tragic. This is so bad. Yeah, I'm not it's... gonna stand. That's just such a I, shit. It's, the, it's the
1: worst loss of the season, and they've had some pretty bad ones. They've lost the Coyotes. They've lost the Devils.
0: I can't justify in any way taking this lightly. Here's how. Here's my problem with it. Here's the thing. Does it matter? Are we still going to the playoffs as the fourth seed or third seed in the Central? Absolutely. Hmm. Does it matter in that sense? No, it does not. Does it conclusively prove that we don't have a snowflakes chance in hell of surviving the avalanche and or the Golden Knights on route to the Stanley Cup? Yes, it does. It really does. It really does. I'm sorry. How, how could you possibly believe this team could beat the Colorado Avalanche right now? I'm begging anyone to explain to me how they could. And I don't even care that they can't because the Colorado Avalanche are like historically good. But then let's just shut up about trading for Ben Sherratt or Quadru or anybody, you know. If you find a trade that makes you better long term or you find a trade that you know if you get rid of Vladimir Tarasenko and add a piece that's going to be here for a long time and help the team going forward I'm fine with that get creative whatever even if you have a piece to sell you aren't going to use you know to me the argument for trading Billy Husso becomes a lot stronger because you know how how can you argue that how can you argue that you have to keep him for a cup run now? First of all, he's cooling off a little bit. I mean, he was fine tonight. I'm not trying to say it was bad, but he's not being, you know, superhuman, stop everything anymore. And second of all, if the Oilers are going to pay you like Billy Houston's a starter dude, let them because he ain't, he ain't, I don't think, you know, and even if he is, you've got your starter. So those are the kinds of things rumbling around my brain. It's like, you can't, I'm not going to lose sleep tonight because the blues lost to the Montreal Canadians. However, I do think people who are just like, it's no big deal. It's fine. This happens. Everybody, every team in this league can beat every other team, which, it, you know, with due respect to our friend, Jeff Ponder, I saw him say that. And it's like, they can, but they shouldn't. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: like there's a reason you track wins and losses and whatever. Like it's the, it's, yeah. there are teams that suck in this league. And if, and if you take away losers' points and all that stuff, it becomes even more apparent. And it's like, yeah, everyone in this league is, should deserves to be in the NHL. You know, 99% of them would ever do. But it's like some of them are better than others, and some teams have more of those players than others. And Montreal Canadiens only have nine wins now for a reason because mm-hmm. they're historically bad. I think that's the other big piece, too, is like you lost not to the New Jersey Devils, not to the Arizona Coyotes who always suck, who also are on like a pretty like bad season, probably pretty close to historically bad for them too. Um, but the Canadians were on pace before tonight to end the season with 39 points, like teams mm-hmm. that are like really bad. The Buffalo Sabres um, in the in the McEichel draft, they were, they were what? I think they had like 55. They were yeah. like in the mid fifties. The Habs are going to have 39 <laughs> points. So 39 yeah yeah that's like un <laughs> it's unfathomable this is, so- like this is going to be their worst season they've been around for like 100 something years this is gonna be their worst season yeah nine yeah. wins they don't even have double digit wins yet and you lost to them and I know you like the whole yeah you played down to them oh that's what you know the blues do the nice little side of that is like you can't play down any teams in the playoffs those are all very good or whatever, but also you could because you could be against a team that you should beat and then you don't. But anyways, I just can't, I don't know. I just, I can't with this team when, again, like you said, a week ago, they lost to freaking New Jersey in similar fashion of just mm-hmm. like not giving a shit. And yeah, we beat Chicago and yeah, we beat Ottawa. And I, I give the Blues credit for that. They had uh, Robert Thomas and Bushnevich and, and Tarasenko as a line look really good together. Bruce has played well, but like at, at a certain point too, I'm looking at those teams and you can only beat the teams that they put in front of you, but Ottawa sucks and uh, Chicago sucks. So you should beat them. They look bad. Like that was kind of my takeaway from the Chicago game was like, those are pretty good. Chicago looked really bad. Like, so, so what am I, What so what pat yourself on the back for that? And then be like, then you should beat the Habs, man. You should be able to beat the Habs. There's only been eight other teams, maybe maybe if they've beaten a couple teams twice, God forbid, that have lost to this team, like all season long. Yeah. Like again, like you said, I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. It's fine. They they beat Toronto or something on Saturday. You forget about this one. But this is like that little that little kick to the back of the head where you're like, remember, we're not remember we're not like actually we don't have like, a pulse sometimes. Remember that. Like, just remember, sometimes no pulse. Like, and again, that does happen. Every team gets – lose to a team they shouldn't or whatever. But, like, it is just different when it's, like, a 10-game losing streak historically bad Montreal Canadiens team. Like, terrible. We talked about this, um, I think, just last week. Like, they didn't even look sad anymore when they lost. They just Mm -hmm. looked – Despondent, you lost to a despondent team. God, <laughs> I, I just that word. you lost to Montembo. that dude. Like that's not even NHL goalie.
0: Yeah, it's
1: I not, knew it's, I knew it when we were hitting posts and we were shooting at like really weird angles. I forget what happened. broad shot one and went off the post, but it was like you know how sometimes goal shots go off the post. You're like, ooh, that was close. And sometimes mm-hmm. shots go off the post and you're like, and eh, that was going super <laughs> wide, and you're lucky that <laughs> even got close. Like, yeah. that was his Perron shot, and Pang was already like, oh, they, he's trying to pick a spot. Like, he's really dialed in. I'm like, no, he's not. That was a shot that tells me that they're going to lose. Because he's like, I'm re, I'm really trying. it's like,
0: no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the thing. It's like, and 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 we're not even making a big enough deal about the fact that we were friggin' winning in the final 10 seconds that's almost <laughs> that's almost lost in all this just because of how god-awful the canadians are writ large you know that it's like you're like all right well they lost to the canadians and that's how you can fixate off on they lost to the canadians in friggin' embarrassing fashion mm-hmm. not only did they have the lead late not only did they have a chance to score the empty netter, not only did they then surrender the lead, but then they lost in overtime. Which, I mean, you knew they were going to do as soon as they surrendered the lead. That was as obvious as the sunrise. Mm. But like, that was a mixed metaphor. Predictable. Sunrise, <laughs> that's what I should have said. But, um, but it's just it's so. And one of the thing, one of the things that bothers me is like you some of the logic we apply to the NHL sometimes would never work, would never fly at like a job, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I get it. It's a sport, it's entertainment, it's goofy. It is still these guys jobs, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, if you do 10 different tasks for your company. Let's say you do 31 tasks for your company. Let's just type it that <laughs> you have 31 tasks you do for your t- company and you manage them all efficiently. Sometimes you make mistakes, sometimes you don't, but then sometimes you when the easiest by far of those 31 tasks come up and you just totally biff it and cost your company a ton of money you're getting fired (laughs) they might not do it if you biff the 29th hardest task in the company or whatever but like it's you you're going to get you should be judged and punished disproportionately when you screw up things that should be easy you know and it's Hmm. like it's it's insane that they are it's it's, insa- it's insane to me that we're like you can't you can't be beat up on this team because you know it's just one game it's just one game it's like yeah it's one friggin' embarrassing game and i guess the only solace i can take from this is that hopefully they'll go balls to the walls and beat the maple leafs next game but they might not because the Maple Leafs are pretty fucking good, and we obviously suck. <laughs> that's like, the thing.
1: I think the I think the Blues have like obviously defense sucks and goaltending. Depending on who's in net and what night it is, is a little difficult. But offense is normally pretty good. But I do wonder sometimes, especially at night, they look like they they can uh, they can score, but sometimes it's like they have the skill, but do they have the will? Sort of thing, and that's what gets lost to me with these games. I'm like, dude, do you have the will to dig deep and be like, I guess this is a game with 500 people in the stands. It's in the middle of February since the Habs were historically bad, but like we're going to win and I'm going to put in a good effort or whatever. You're just going to be mail it in. And like this, this was such a trap game because I felt like they were going to lose this game from like the moment I woke up this morning. I think we even texted about it or talked about it. Like, earlier this week where I was like yeah they'll beat Ottawa but then they'll just get reamed by the Habs and while they didn't necessarily get destroyed it's like this. why do we know that this is going to happen because it's happened before you know why did, like, this wasn't like a, a lucky guess This is just like yeah 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 that's what happens yeah mm-hmm. like it's just it's, it's completely mind blowing <laughs> to me like that someone could predict that you can throw that up on Twitter, and I'm sure there's some people that are going to try and be super level-headed and be like, oh, that's not the case. But it's like you get a lot of people that would be like, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> and that shouldn't be the case. I, I should be crazy if I was like, yo, Blues going to lose the Habs tonight? People should be like, you fucking moron. No, they won't. But it's like, yeah, I can mm-hmm. do that. Um, Jeremy Rutherford, <laughs> Rutherford, one of the few people that tweet after the game about anything, only I guess a minute uh-huh. ago, it says too casual, not hard enough. 28 shots, but could have made depth goalie work harder. Yeah, I I would think so. PK was good, but way too many penalties. Yeah, they had seven. I think there was at least one penalty. I gotta give the blues like the blues credit for. Gotta yell at the refs for at least, because I think Ryan O'Reilly had called for tripping. And I don't know if they had like the wrong video playing on Valley Sports, but like no one fell down. Like and Ryan O'Reilly was just like playing the game of hockey like i honestly to god like i'm like this must just be a different this must be the wrong replay because i'm like nothing <laughs> happens um but in nhl then they put it pointed out like nhl's best road power play which i think we were like 29 or something 0 for three including back-to-backs in the third yeah uh i think they rang one off the post this game definitely could have gone differently very very easily at so many different points namely in the last 10 seconds but like there, there were moments that they could have just stepped on Montreal's throat and it would have been over. But, like, it just was way too casual. Like, they didn't play against Ottawa that way. They didn't play against even uh, Chicago that way. I don't think you could when you play Chicago at home. Um, but, like, I just don't understand why this was hard. And maybe, maybe I'm not meant to understand. Maybe Maybe, you know, hockey's a mystery. No need to quantify it, folks. Just let it rise. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> my brain scrambled eggs at this point. Like I just, it's just annoying. That's what it is to me. It's literally like I said before, just like a kick to the back of the head, just a little nudge, just a little reminder where they're like, hey, remember? Um, sometimes we just, sometimes we just don't. We, just so you know, sometimes we just
0: won't, um, and that could be at this any time. Also, this has been the identity of this team. For the dura- the history of this team, the, at least the the post Eric Johnson history of this team, <laughs> the entire time I've been watching, it's just like, oh, oh, there was a game we just we just weren't we just weren't present, we just weren't there for it, we didn't attend it. There I don't understand how so that doesn't ice.
1: like get easily reset during. I, I mean, obviously there's this happens to other teams and whatnot. So like, I'm, I'm obviously missing something as having never been in the locker room, but I just don't get how like you have like a shit first and you go into the locker room and you're not even playing another team. That's like, Oh, they're going to really pounce on us. It's not Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. It's the freaking Habs and you go dudes, come on, put together, like a, just put together a good second period, like really, really outwork them and we're fine. We'll be totally fine. And it doesn't happen. And you're like, what's happening. Like, didn't you see the first yeah. period? You all sucked. Like, I don't understand. It's, I don't know if it was like a weird line jumble. Like, because I thought the the Tarasenko Thomas bushnevich line, which is only a consistent one from last game. I guess the fourth line was too, but they looked really good. But then they did some weird sod O'Reilly perron thing and Shen barbyshev Cairo. and it was just like it was like a it just looked like a mess. And I know Baruby shifted the lines last game too but i don't think he shifted it to that um i don't know it's they'll they'll put this one in the rearview mirror but like maybe it's my problem but i just won't i won't forget i'll forgive but i won't forget
0: i heard so much about that fucking train trip you would have thought it would have solved whatever morale <laughs> <They've> ne- <laughs> this is the first
1: time the blues have ever been on a train since 2009 in sweden can you fucking believe it Oh, yeah. keep- yes i can't
0: <laughs> who even keeps track of that is that like doug armstrong <laughs> personally being like well i've been here the whole time we haven't been on a train any other time so i guess this supposed to be it
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was the last time I was on a train?
0: Like can, on can, you, can you believe that the Blues haven't had an ineffi haven't used an inefficient, antiquated form of transportation since 2009? <laughs> this
1: is the first time the Blues have flown on a zeppelin since. <laughs> that would be a fucking Jeff Merrick thing. That would be something where it didn't it was like close or no, it wasn't even close. It'd be like you know. The Maple Leafs, mm. one time in 1946, they couldn't make it to, to Chicago in time. And there was a Zeppelin on the field. And 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 freaking assistant coach Punch Imalak was talking about his father <laughs> used to fly a Zeppelin. And he was joking <laughs> that maybe they go to the Zeppelin. And the team got on, Elliot. Then they got off because they couldn't, it wasn't allowed. But <laughs> no one's going to fly a fucking Zeppelin. But can you imagine, Elliot? Crazy. <laughs>
0: This is the first time the Blues had traveled by pontoon boat. <laughs> 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 Doing from the game. looking
1: like fucking hydrofoil. <laughs> Robert,
0: Robert Bortuzzo flew the crop duster into one of the The rest, rest of the team followed behind on a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's convenient because they don't have an airport to land at anyway, so you just pick a field and put her down. <coughs> yeah.
1: uh, not air balloons freak me out. Like not oh, yeah. not only a would I ever be in one. You're setting <laughs> that, but like I'm also liquor like
0: and you're setting it on fire. <laughs> yeah, there's a fire <laughs> right above you. Oh, uh, Jeremy Rutherford, at least. Jeremy Rutherford has the energy that I wish everyone else on Blues Twitter had right now. He said, O'Reilly was positive, saying Blues will be fine, but you can't have losses to New Jersey and Montreal a week apart. With the spot that club is in, one of those losses is bad. Two is unfathomable. Ian, he said unfathomable.
1: You're going to have to start fathoming, because <laughs> this ain't a dream. It's a nightmare. Um, Where is the standings? So the Blues blues are third in the Central. 62 62 points. Puts them a point behind Minnesota. um, Freaking 12 points behind Colorado. That's a whole other, that's their own bag. Uh, They're two points out of Nashville. And so they don't look in like too bad a position. But when you look at the wild card, um, they're only third in the central with Nashville right behind them by two points. So Nashville leap frogs St. Louis. We're now in a wild card spot. And then you have Los Angeles, Anaheim and Dallas all with like 55 or 54 points. Again, seven points behind you. But if you, if you're consistently losing to crappy teams, they can catch you. It's conceivable. You are not in a safe position. You're in a playoff spot. No. You're not in a safe position. You can't afford to just go losing games, Willy Nilly.
0: This was, I just read, the Canadian second win since Christmas. Did you say that earlier? And I just oh no
1: no no. But it's like their second uh... win in freaking like 47 days. Uh guys guys mm -hmm. that's the thing is like with a team that bad you you don't got to put in that much an effort do you think all those teams that beat montreal do you think all of them were just like fucking hitting the gas pedal no dude someone probably coasted super hard the blues aren't the only team that are like look at the schedule see a shitty team and don't try that hard that's not necessarily the problem it's the fact that they actually looked bad they didn't look like eh. they didn't look like eh. we're not gonna try that hard they looked like that and they looked bad Like I don't know. Just
0: and again, again, I really I want to emphasize this because I don't want to seem like insanely unreasonable, but to me it's just that like you can argue that they're still fine or whatever in terms of like they'll make the playoffs and it's not a reason to panic and whatever, whatever, whatever. But you can't argue this as a cup team. You can't argue that this is a team should, that should be trading for Ben Sherat or whoever. It's just like, don't do that. Army's always said you reward the teams when you, when at the trade deadline, you reward a team if they prove to you what they are and what they deserve and all that. They mm-hmm. proved to you tonight. They're a team that can go and lay an egg against Montreal. So they're not a team that can go and beat Colorado. And that's, fine because there aren't many if any teams that can beat Colorado but then that's it then you know
1: Mm -hmm. I saw someone tweet about how like if we got the wild card spot we should hope to like get drawn into the Pacific and I was like dude we're not beating Calgary Vegas or heck even a really like good Edmonton at this point like there's there's no there's no they don't look it's not a situational thing. It's not like ah, if we play Colorado. We're going to lose real bad. But any of those other teams, a good shot. Like the way they look now, not great. And like you said, I don't want to spending assets for like a quick fix. If he's going to make a trade at the deadline, then make a trade for someone that's got term. But even then, that's going to be a, that's going to be a steep price. At the deadline. So no, don't make any moves. Then you you got to fix this team in the summer, man. You got to fix the team of the draft. There's just there's nothing you can do at the trade deadline to make this team any better or like any better significantly, at least. Well, um, just too bad because like talking about those other two games, I thought the blues did look good in those, in those two, they, they scored five goals each time. Uh, Tarasenko looks red hot. Braden Shen, who I saw someone trying to like uh, throw under the bus tonight. I don't think of all, there are some players that have not shown up, but that guy's actually been really hot since he's come back uh let's see shun scored 14 points eight goals and six assists in his last nine games i guess at this point it's like 10 games after a night uh tarasenko has scored 21 points uh 10 goals 11 assists in his past 15 games after the game against ottawa like that tarasenko thomas bushnevich line was a three point or it was a nine point line that night each one had three points tarasenko had two goals and assists thomas one goal two assists bushnevich three assists like they have offense. We've seen it. Um, it's too bad it didn't really show up tonight at all uh, very much. But they have that and that's fun. And I think that's kind of overshadows some of the issues for a lot of folks, like myself included. Like you see those, you see what Thomas can do, you see what Kyra can do. pushnevich like an excellent at. Saad's having a good year goal-wise, Barbashev's having like his a career year. These guys are playing really, really well, um, and they're fun to watch. And then you win a game. I don't know. You win a game like five to two. You win a game five to one. You're like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but those other two teams, Chicago, Ottawa, they can't score anyways. Like I'll give Huso I'll give Husa a lot of credit against Chicago. He made some really big saves. Um, but like that offense just overshadows the fact their defense is kind of shit. And kind yeah. of shit. Just is shit. And, like, and then when the offense doesn't show up, pff, there you go. Um, and I don't know if this offense has the... We'll see, I guess. But I don't know if they have the toughness necessarily to push through the playoffs. Um, I hope so. I don't think you necessarily have to have that, but we'll see. Um, and from there, it's just... This, is de- this defense is not a quick fix, baby. This is not a Ben Chirot move. This is not a Jacob Chikrin move.
0: But this is, like,
1: well, It needs to be nobody... redone.
0: Nobody's trading Bobby Orr at this deadline. I heard some people say Hampus Lindholm it's like, yeah, maybe he's better than Ben Schrott. If he's better, he'll be more expensive and he still won't fix the defense.
1: Mm -hmm. At this point, some of it needs to be addition by subtraction. I mean, you obviously need to bring someone else in to replace whoever you're taking out, but like sometimes it's like, yeah, you got to get rid of Scandela. You got to bring someone in, but you got to get rid of Scandela. And that's, dude, wasn't even in tonight not even a problem right now. Um, but it's... don't do nothing, Dougie. Don't do nothing. Just sit here and twiddle your thumbs. Maybe you get a, maybe you get a draft pick. Or two. <laughs> does anyone need a Marcos Scandella? Someone needs depth defense, right? Someone always does for a cup run.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, get like it's...
1: a fifth, get like a sixth
0: get a seventh.
1: I was like "Shit!" I said fifth. I was like, well, get, what a home run. Get,
0: get a 24-7. 20, I don't care. Um yeah, I mean it's uh I don't we've we've kind of beaten this dead horse enough, but it's just to me it's a situation where you don't go out and and reward this team for playing like crap. And the deadline's a month away. They could do what they did last year, I think, and go on a real long w- winning streak right into the deadline. And then, you know, maybe that wasn't last year. When was the last time we even added the deadline? It's been ages really since we made any positive move at the deadline, hasn't it?
1: We didn't even do anything in the cup
0: run, did we? We didn't really mess with anything. Did we add like a Michael delzato Wasn't wasn't that it? Well, I guess it was Scandela. Was Scandella deadline? Oh yeah, he was dead or right, right before right. Or but that wasn't right the cop year. That was the year after. But yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. You still so seem changed. to always
1: do like some fun little like tiny move, right? I yeah. Don't know. Oh, like we always had something.
0: Uh yeah. Zabinic, Zabinic McCulloch. <laughs> do you yeah, remember we, that? We, we always did quote we, unquote,
1: we unquote something.
0: We traded a prospect for Zabinic McCulloch and a conditional third round pick. Or and I think Arizona traded us <laughs> a conditional third round pick. That the condition was if we got to keep it if he didn't come out of concussion protocol or something. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, we traded for like a broken player. We we're like, but he'll be. <laughs> they said he'll be better though. Um, but we've got conditions he'll get better in case he's not.
0: not
1: <laughs> you, buddy? Um, <laughs> I us say Blues play Maple Leafs on Saturday. Uh, that could be interesting. But then they play the Flyers next Tuesday, Sabers them the next Friday, and then the Blackhawks again. So, I mean. We are, it's like a total reset, man. We kind of talked about like how they had to beat crappy teams. Then they beat two of them. And we were like, okay, you're doing it. That's what I was going to come into tonight saying like, all right, you're doing, you're beating the teams. You're putting in front of them, you're beating them. Then you lose to, you lose the devils in front of that. You lose the freaking abs after that. And then it's like a total reset. I'm like, okay,
0: don't lose to the crappy teams again yeah exactly we talked about that coming out of the break and it's like now we've lost four of eight possible points give me points give me points you're
1: only seven points up on wild card team at this point so like you can't go around losing like the flyers and the sabers and stuff so no so don't that's my advice don't
0: don't do it yeah exactly so I got, I, I kind of think that's all I have to say about the Blues because you know yeah. screw <coughs> nothing like we didn't miss a, a...
1: oh um, we didn't I mean it's it's minor news but you know you gotta you gotta pat people on the back uh, the win against Ottawa last game was Armstrong's really? 500th win as a Blues GM uh, he becomes the, the 25th
0: GM what's yeah. that. I was saying 24th, but you
1: were right. 24th. Oh, yeah. Becomes the 25th GM in NHL history to reach 500 wins with a single franchise. Uh, under Armstrong, the Blues have posted four of their top five regular seasons in team history, captured two Central Division titles, and qualified for the playoffs eight of their last nine seasons. In the 11 12 season, he became the first manager in team history to earn the NHL's General Manager of the Year award. And this past December, Armstrong passed Larry Plow who had 486 wins with the franchise uh, and wins to become the winningest general manager in blues history. Uh, That's, that's very impressive. It's, you know, it's very good. The guy's been here as the GM since essentially like 2010. Uh, What was it? The Hawk was his like first official unofficial move as a GM. It was a banger. Um, And I do think sometimes, I think we've said this before too, but like you have to kind of take stock in what you have in a GM, like, He's got his he has his warts, but the guy has like way more pluses than he does minuses. Like, especially compared to the rest of this freaking league. Dude's like top five. And I just think we're like super lucky to have him. Cause Lord knows when he leaves. Uh I don't know, you could have someone like freaking uh Shirelli in there, and it's like, uh-oh, spaghettios. So thanks, yeah. Doug. Yeah, I mean it's
0: I don't know. It's crazy to me how good his career has been relative to like anybody. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's like, again, here's a perfect example compare him to the ever venerated David Poyle. And it's like, David Poyle's so bad. He's never done anything,
1: (laughs) he's just been around.
0: Yeah. And I just don't get how we don't i think we don't respect him enough personally you know maybe that's overstating it but to me it's like we don't we don't put enough respect on that guy's name because he's real good and we're real bad so <laughs> oh, i agree but no over time i feel like his career's just really been fantastic and like you said every gm has warts Every GM is, you know, prone to mistakes and prone to overspending or whatever, um, but he's better than, he's better than most. So I'm, ex- I'm, you know, congratulations to him for 500 wins and hopefully he'll have 5 million more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's like 500 more. I was like, Pro- probably not, but then 5 million, you know what? You got me.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, fun story real quick. Apparently, um, Zendaya and Tom Holland, uh, who I think are, you know, a wonderful couple, although they won't admit that they're a wonderful couple or whatever, (laughs) even though... Anyway, they came to the Rangers game tonight, and they wore jerseys with each other's last names on them. Well, I don't know if Zendaya's a last name or a first name or whatever. She's just like Madonna. Apparently Mark Stahl, this was his first came back as a Ranger, and I guess they went kind of crazy for him. And there's this tweet I've read that said, "Has Tom Holland been to a hockey game before? What if he thinks Mark Stahl was the most important hockey? <laughs>
1: <laughs> People go on apes like, oh my God, Mark Stahl, he used God, to be a Ranger. That's like when you become a hockey fan. (laughs)
0: That's like when I thought,
1: like, um, who did Andy McDonald
0: was was the best player in a game?
1: I thought Matt sundin who was playing like one year for the Canucks at the end of his career, (laughs) like, and to for the cup or whatever. And I was like, that's like, that's like the Canuck, right? It's Uh like not even close. (laughs) I love it. I love stuff like that. That's like the biggest Canucks player ever. (laughs) <laughs> i hope uh, i hope there was some little kid that heard about marty Bruder and the blues and he was like uh, and he's supposed to be like really good yeah and he's always been there
0: i really hope <laughs> you get to uh tell steve dangle that story one day much like he once wished you a merry christmas it's by me you know me paying for him to do it can be as a wonderful thing. <laughs> hey you know what i loved it I had that video still because Cameo, you know, saves them forever. And I, I started watching it the other day and I was like, man, this this was fun. This was a cool thing. Not well, they keep them. I'm just in the app. I just keep it forever. I'll send it to you again so you can see it again. But it. Um, I gotta save it. <laughs> I just think it's uh, that's a I mean, I'm always impressed when I hear like a really good idea, you know. I'm like, damn, somebody just came up with Cameo and is a billionaire. You know? mm. and I, i'm also really curious how it started like it must have had investing early on but it must have also been like six people
1: you know <laughs> like, oh yeah i always <laughs> wonder mighty- that i'm like how do you come with an idea and then you like see it all the way to like that point
0: yeah it's like the mighty ducks tommy lee and patricia arquette or whoever but um all right we're done with the blues there's some other stuff to yell and scream about though let's talk about jack eichel's being back not his back because it was his neck that was broken <laughs> here's my problem with jack eichel here's i, I, here's, <laughs> I don't like jack he's eichel a ginger because of his hair color yes exactly no i want to say this one thing about jack eichel and this one thing only and it's really not about jack eichel I don't care. I, I really want to emphasize this. I don't care
1: <laughs> about this hair color. Don't, you really I don't. don't
0: care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care at all that the Golden Knights are over the salary cap. I really don't because everybody does it. Everybody does it all the time. And I'm not going to be the guy bitching and moaning about how they're over the salary cap when I know darn tooting the blues would do it <laughs> too if they were in a similar situation, you know? So, whatever here's my problem the nhl should care and i don't even care if they change the rules to make it more convenient to do it this way but you Mm -hmm. but why are you letting your teams openly flaunt your rules just in public in broad daylight where everybody sees it knows that it's happening shouldn't that be embarrassing for you and then yeah, this right. whole, like, I, I, get, I get really tired of the attitude from, like, the Freedmen's of the world, where it's like, I don't want to hear anybody complain about this. Every team does that The horse is out of the barn. And it's like, yeah, and you should go catch that horse and put it back in the barn. <laughs> or do something different. Do a fucking luxury tax or something. But don't, like, don't do this. This is All stupid. Right. This is it's like, and they
1: like openly know it's a loophole and they're like, what's well, fine. And it's like, well, then it's not a loop. I don't know. It's always weird. They're like, that's not a loophole anymore. though. That's just like, right? that's just part of the league. Like, why right. do we talk about it? Like, don't talk about it like They're doing anything wrong anymore. If you're really going to be like, oh, well, it's okay. Then, you know, everyone does it and be like, well, then, then I don't know if everyone literally smokes weed everyone everywhere ever (laughs) smokes weed then it's and they're like well it's still illegal i'm like is it really because literally everyone does it it's like Mm -hmm. if everyone is just going to subvert the salary cap in this way then like put it in the rule book and be like yeah so you can do this if you want that's one of your options or if that's not okay then like get rid of it but like yeah you're right it's so dumb that this this league goes out of its way to be like as uncontroversial as possible even about its own rules (laughs) it's like well we don't want to like step on that that would be that'd be too much and it's like uh and then they're like well they're cracking down on it they're making sure these guys are hurt i'm like i don't doubt that they're hurt of course they're freaking hurt it's a matter of the fact that they're like oh uh we're not going to bring them back because they still need some rest or whatever at the end of all of it
0: it's that's uh, that irritated (laughs) me today on 32 thoughts when they were like make no mistake Mark Stone's back actually is injured. And I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking doubt that. I doubt that he wouldn't play through it if Jack Eichel wasn't coming back. And I extremely doubt that whatever the proper recovery timeline is will just happen to align perfectly with returning with the start of the playoffs, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what bothers me. It bothers me. You make look, Kelly McCrimmon seems like he's a real great A asshole from everything I can say, but you make him go up in front of a camera and say, mm, I don't know what's wrong with his back exactly. I don't really have a timeline. And it's like, fuck you guys. This is, a, it's just a sham. It's just stupid. I feel like I'm swearing a lot tonight. Sorry to our sensitive cats with sensitive ears. It's been a long time, But, but like, it's, it's just a stupid, it's like, it's like it's like dumb. It's like it's like the IOC when that when that little Russian lady <laughs> dope in the Olympics, and they were like, "Well, we'll let her compete, but if she wins, no medal ceremony for anybody." <laughs> so and it's stupid. like what? I never, yeah, I don't understand
1: how they're like you dope. That's the craziest thing, you dope but you can still be in the Olympics, but you can't win it for your country. But we all know what this is for Russia.
0: It's like you doped, but we can't prove that it was malicious, but we're certain enough that it was malicious that if you win no gold medal for you or anybody else. And it's like, then maybe don't allow you to compete. Maybe just, that's
1: crazy that you could win gold and they go. So no one gets gold. (laughs)
0: It's like it's also, it's also so dumb because it's like there's no objectivity, it's a scored sport, so they literally could have just told the judges, Yeah, make sure she gets fourth or whatever. Like, and probably did because I think she literally got fourth. So, it's probably like, Yeah, if you could just give her like an 83 instead of an 87, we're, then we're, we're good. We're in the clear. You know?
1: I know that she hasn't she didn't dope that much, but like, or to this extent, but it's like if you have like a freaking like. You have like a freaking like high school bike race, and then you have like Lance Armstrong there, and it's like, hey, Lance, if you win, nobody gets first.
0: And he's like, okay. And then he wins anyways. And you're like, what? You just fucking ruined it. If you win, you yourself admitted <laughs> yourself that you dope. not um, <laughs> I just, it's so wild to me. It's like I really love this the Winter Olympics, man. I love the winter olympics Mm. ski jumping and snowboarding and all that crazy crap i could watch that 24 7 and i haven't watched any of this year's because it's just it's just it's literally propaganda for china and i'm not even like i'm not even that crazy politically like oh you know china's coming for the world or whatever but like it's it's at 3 a.m it's (laughs) it's propaganda it's a cold chicken wrap it's a warm serum <laughs> mist it's 700 billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just it's wild um but uh anyway that was a real long diversion So, yeah, my whole point is just don't just end the charade with the LTIR stuff. Make a better system, and then we won't have to bitch about it because it's a dumb system that you've got right now. Tyler Toffoli got traded uh, before the Montreal Canadiens beat us. They traded their, you know, their best player to the Flames in exchange for a first round pick, top 10. That's right, top 10 protected, which doesn't matter to them because it won't be in the top 10, a 2024 fifth round pick and forward Tyler Pitlick and prospect, prospect Emil Heinemann. Seems like a decent um, return for Tyler Toffoli. Your thoughts, Ian?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's a really good return for the Habs. Like, getting a first-round pick period is always good, but then you also have, like, a fifth. You have a prospect. You have another forward. I don't know that he, he might have played tonight. I didn't really notice him at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, you that's four pieces – I think the one prospect is like a former second rounder. I think he was part of the Mm -hmm. trade to or from Florida to Calgary for Sam Bennett. Um, So you know, I don't know. It could be it could be decent. He could be all right. Um, It's I do think it's quite a bit to give up, but also Tofoli is under contract. He's on a really nice contract, and he's under contract for like two more years, at least one more year after this. and he signed that contract like in the in the COVID year when like no one was making any money, you know. When, Hoff, when we signed Hoffman super late for super cheap, um, so I think it's fantastic contract for Calgary to take on. He slots into their second line really easily, pushes Blake Coleman down to the third line. Uh, they've got like balanced scoring up and down that lineup, and it was a nice little addition for Calgary because I think kind of like we talked about with Armstrong going out or possibly going out and rewarding the Blues whenever they've proven that they're a good team and they deserve it. I think Calgary has definitely proven that this year, especially after, like, the last, I don't even know, five years of, like, underperforming or so. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're actually doing well. They've got a really hot goalie. Um, Might as well go out and get some scoring depth. So its I think it's a really good move for both of them. I think they both got kind of what they needed. Um, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't manage to swing – Ben Chirot possibly in this as well uh, you know he'll be getting moved in the next couple of weeks here too I wonder what else maybe Calgary could sell um I really think it's almost anything at this point as long as the as long as the price is right they'll sell it
0: I love how you'll sell anything <laughs> um Montreal that is you said Calgary but just clear oh, yeah. for the people um yeah Tyler fully two more years which is good insurance if and when when Johnny Gaudreau walks in the off season and or if they have to trade um, Matthew Kachuk which i think if he shows no willingness to re-sign you probably have to this summer i don't know how you can let him hit ufa and not trade it you know if for the haul you could get for him mm-hmm. um, I think I think it's a fine return. It's a cool way to kick off the trade deadline season. However, as always, GM, save some of it for deadline day. Uh, because Ian will be a married man by then, and he'll have nothing else to live for. That's right. So, it's, it's
1: marriage, yeah. trade, deadline, day, um,
0: and then death. And then the, <laughs> the grave, the yawning grave. Um, we are breaking up a little bit on your side, Ian, or my side. Who knows what side? Maybe you're back. I I I blame Florida, her hand. All right, we're back. I paused it to try and give us a little bit of a refresh there. We've turned off our video, and we'll try to power through these final few minutes um, to get the best recording for you cretins as possible um speaking of video i saw the video of that nathan mckinnon elbow on nolan patrick and immediately thought uh fuck that guy <laughs> that was an idiot thought I, that's, I don't that's know. my mistake
1: too it's definitely a shoulder
0: yeah i don't know if um <laughs> i don't know if Nathan McKinnon could have possibly in that moment like done the calculation of like oh that's Nolan Patrick and he has a history of very severe um, you know head injuries and concussions and maybe I should you know protect him or not whatever you know all that sort of stuff but like it was bad man and I don't know how he's not getting any discipline for it Um, it's just an open ice hit when McKinnon's already basically passed him and he just drives a frigging shoulder into his head i don't know like there's literally no way you can possibly believe that's not intentional um <laughs> as this must be a tweet you liked if nathan mckinnon wanted to dirty hit someone with chronic migraine problems i would have just given him my address <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh that's good um also there's somebody casey nolan of, of channel five retweeted the craig bruby five to one gif when he got angry about the um on the penalty thing and he said when ksdk new, news shows up at your elementary school <laughs> i love it which which i had <laughs> happened to me cindy pressler came to my school one time it was crazy i heard she's terrible elementary. i heard she's a diva oh t- the worst yeah I, like i remember but anyway i don't have a lot of <laughs> thoughts on that mckinnon thing except that's the, just the kind of dumb shit that the hockey really needs to find a way to get rid of
1: i just thought it was funny that people were like there's no way that was intentional i was like uh, i'm pretty sure he turns back and he sees him and he also like shrugs him off in such a way that it's like he knows he's like throwing his shoulder over it. does he think nolan's like leading with his head or something i don't uh, know but it just seems like it just there seems to be a little more intent there than you would think if it was to be uh, an accident. You can definitely see just, a little bit of intent.
0: I just wish once after something like that, DPoS would be like, yeah, uh, ten games.
1: <laughs> I would <laughs> no. Oh man, I would love for anyone. Shit, even a blues player, honestly, God, like that, As long as during the as long as during the regular season, but like just throw it at somebody just to see what would happen. Like because yeah. we always talk about spinning the wheel, and it's always like, is it two games? maybe it's four games, but I'm waiting for someone to be like, I don't know, um, freaking Brock Besser, like slew foot somebody. And like, you know what, F it, 30 games. And they're like, oh my God, why? Why? He hasn't done anything before. They're like, we're done with this shit. We're so done. I wanted to be uh, one of those people that just loses it, you know, just like an angry couple, an yeah. angry dispute. You know what? No more. I'm done with this.
0: Even though, even if you fully know well it's going to be overturned on appeal, you know? It's like just the shock value of it alone would maybe make people rethink Oh God, stupid, I pray
1: right? for the day I pray for the day that Gary Bettman has any balls to actually like up the amount because yeah. they're like, yeah. you know, he could they always say that on like 32 Thoughts you know, when they appeal to Gary Bettman he could actually up the amount of games and he never oh. does, but I'd love it You know what Brad, <laughs> shut the fuck up It's 15 games now <laughs> uh,
0: I liked this. It's pretty bad Brad also i don't like your fucking face so get out of my office please leave (laughs) um speaking of things i want never to be in my office the new toronto arenas heritage classic jersey first of all let's say let's just get it out of the way as always the the only thing the Sabres organization does their heritage classic jerseys very queen very fine i mean mm. i mean real close to our winter classic <laughs> jerseys so i would I would deduct a point <laughs> a little bit on originality just with the cream color and the yellow and the blue and all that but you know still queen still fine if there mm. were any if there were any buffalo savers whom i could name i might buy that jersey however this abomination <laughs> Of a Toronto jersey. It honestly deserves 30 minutes of uninterrupted anguish from us. Um, Ian, because it's it's horrible. It's Start hor- the It's clock. Ho- it's it's horribly, horribly bad. And I don't know how these sorts of things. I- We talk about this all the time when they come out with jerseys like this. And it's like they tried so hard to be so safe that they came up with nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it's just yuck. And there's some ways, there's some ways I could immediately make it better. And it would still be kind of bland, but uninsulting. But it's so yucky bad and that's my thoughts on it what are your thoughts Ian it's yeah I agree
1: it's like me. It's, so, it's so boring um yeah it's the the fact that's okay so if they didn't have arenas and like just a slightly lighter blue behind the tee on this jersey and um they just didn't have it at all I'd be like this is really boring but like fine I guess. Uh But the fact that they were like went super like the definition of noncommittal with this weird arenas (laughs) in the back thing. And I get it's like the cool thing people do now is like, oh, you can kind of barely see it there. Isn't that kind of neat? And maybe it's the picture and all this other jazz, but like it should look good both like on the ice, right? And also someone wearing it. And from this picture, I'm like, I would almost look at it like, did something fade out? Was there supposed to be letters there in white? But like (laughs) yours doesn't have it or something (laughs) or like what's like what's the what's wrong like but you know when people try and like when you have like a color and you try and match that color Uh i think we even talked about this before on here and it's like are you not even trying to match the color maybe you just have another color like let's say you have a blazer you get a tie um they're both blue they're both navy blue or whatever but they're both they're not quite the same color and so Uh then it leaves you sitting there the whole time as somebody else going were they trying to match and they couldn't or, or were they trying to be different, but it's way too close. Yeah. Like, and you're just, and you're left, it's like, it's like clawing at your brain. Like, that's what I see here. I just see arenas just barely faded out. And I'm like, I think you're supposed to make your screen like slightly darker until you can't <laughs> see that. Right. And then what the PlayStation tells me you're supposed <laughs> to go right, right. before you that's can't right. see that.
0: That's. Right. <laughs> I think, uh, and you know, some, some graphic designer in some hole in Toronto and ML, MLSC somewhere is like has a bit of line about that or a bit of dialogue about that part of the jersey and says, We're inspired by our history, but not dictated by oh, you know, right.
1: The ghosts <laughs> of our past still haunt us to this day.
0: Well, to be fair, with
1: Toronto, they should. Right. Um, like, I look at it, and I really do think, like, you take that out, and I'm kind of like, eh, oh, yeah, but take... fine. But that right there, gives, like, gives me the F. That's just an F. Put another, take the little one yeah. part of the top part of the T, put it in the middle of the other side of the T, you got a big <laughs> old F.
0: Exactly. And it's so, like, it's, to me, it's just it's it's abominably bad i don't know it's just i just hate i'm so sick i'm so sick of safe i'm so sick of safe i'm so sick of let's just do it and do it the way we've always done it and and i talked to you about this today it's like why is it that the teams that have the iconic jersey that they're never going to change they're never going to replace they're only going to ever like change the width of a stripe and be like oh it's a whole new jersey five years from now you know mm-hmm. why is it that those teams are the ones that still play it agonizingly safe on these things mm-hmm. you if you if you had the toronto maple leaf jersey or the montreal Canadiens jersey now to be fair the canadians they slew the reverse retro they've done some good stuff but like if you have the toronto maple leaf jersey why wouldn't you just go knocking futz on this jersey i realized it's the heritage classic and maybe it's supposed to be history or whatever but like just put like an angry fighting maple tree on there you know (laughs) i always think like i (laughs) think of those um
1: (laughs) what was it what are those jerseys the stadium series like what the avalanche had with like the big freaking a i do think sometimes of like can't you do like a thing where it's like almost like a giant fucking maple leaf That's like almost. I'm thinking more like the the one they had previously, the one that's a little more um, like flat and not as like I don't know, not Uh as old timey looking. Um, And you like kind of wrap it around the side, so like the front half of the jersey is like half of a giant freaking maple leaf, like or it's too big for the jersey, right? Like it's 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 like part of it, and then on the back it kind of like wraps around again, like like, (laughs) yeah, it'd just be like half white, half blue like a like an outline of a maple leaf running through like the middle sort of thing like yeah just do it. i don't know then it's still like your logo but it's different it's somewhere else i don't know yeah like just try try something try anything. or
0: like i mean i think everybody agrees that they suck but the team canada Olympic he's like Change out the Maple Leaf vibe, make it a little futuristic or whatever. Like, hmm. change it, just change anything, but don't do like, oh, we're just going to do an older, even older Maple Leaf jersey, but we're going to kind of hide it. And that'll be the big goal. Cool you know?
1: <laughs> like, even an if- old jersey, but shh.
0: Even if they'd done that like boring ass or that boring ass shit Detroit did that one time where they just had the big script D, mm-hmm. even if they'd done like a fun font on the T, it would have been better than this. This
1: is like a typewriter T. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just it's just yuck. It's just yuck. Speaking of color matching, um, real quick, you mentioned that earlier uh, this morning. Uh, our CEO came up to me um, in the office and walked around all the way around this desk to give me a fist bump and be like hey we're matching navy blue today and i am for sure wearing a black shirt (laughs) i just like i was just like oh yeah yeah we totally are you know (laughs) i don't know you know, sometimes they say I was in a dimly lit room. Sometimes they say guys can't see color as well, you know, but I was like, yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely both wearing. It. There <laughs> I was mean, a it's time, like,
1: there was a time I was in a dimly lit room and I was, had like a blanket on me and I told uh, somebody like something about it being lime green and they're like, it's gray. And I was staring at it and I was like, that's bullshit. And I remember we like <laughs> turned the lights on and it was like gray but i was like it was kind of like that blue that blue or black or white or gold dress thing where i was like no but i swear to you
0: it was lime green before i turn the lights off in here it it changed colors i think because it used to be lime green that can happen Ian. so
1: don't feel mm, bad can it
0: probably it probably can't No. but how do you feel about that new stranger things season though
1: is this the last season? I mean, they I said all beginnings have an
0: end. I mean, they they must. It must it has to be, right? Because it's like the kids are in their 30s now. <laughs> so. I know. I
1: saw some profiles from, you know, they have that poster with like their backs and stuff. And some of them I was like, this kid's got like a broad back now. <laughs> this kid is uh, this busting out of that shirt um yeah this will be interesting they're doing like two they're it's going to come out in may and then in july it's like the other half i don't i don't like that at all
0: so hold on i'm reading their press release real next It's also the beginning of the end. Seven years ago, we planned out the complete story arc for Stranger Things. At the time we predicted the story would last four to five seasons. It proved too large to tell in four, but as you'll soon see for yourselves, we are now hurling towards our finale. Season four will be the penultimate season. Season five will be the last. There are still many more exciting stories to tell within the world of Stranger Things. New mysteries, new adventures, and unexpected heroes. But first, we hope that you stay with us as we finish this tale of a powerful girl named Eleven and her brave friends, of a broken police chief and a ferocious mom, of a small town called Hawkins, and an alternate dimension known only as the Upside Down. As always, we're grateful for your patience and support. Over and out, Matt and Ross so they're just gonna it's gonna be like a harry potter thing where there's like a whole universe now that's fine i guess but it's not the same so let's not pretend
1: i really thought this was like after the first season i don't know why but i definitely know uh, the, the name of the show felt very much like it was going to be an anthology i thought for sure like season two oh, was yeah. going to be like Just something else and then they were like no and I was like oh okay that's cool like I was still into it but I definitely was like okay this will be happen and then there's gonna be one about like
0: ghosts I wonder I mean I guess they just suggested otherwise in this um press release and i'm just suggesting that i don't believe them but i almost wonder if it's like they planned an anthology thing and then they're like oh shit no this cast is too good <laughs> oh yeah would, that would that it. would suck
1: if they're like people we love this like all right go scrap
0: um it's like well millie bobby b is like a mega star in the making so i guess we're just gonna stick with it <laughs> <laughs> so this so, so it so is this season
1: this one that comes out the end of may that's season four, but like what continues in July is
0: still season four, or is that like five? Yeah, season four and two parts. Okay, but there's going to be then, a fifth season. But there's going to be a fifth.
1: But oh man, but it took them so long to release this one. I, I guess the pandemic and what have you, but whatever. Eh,
0: you know, I would say that they're all bad. There's a <laughs> statue of uh, alloy from Horizon Zero Dawn in France. That's getting dope
1: dude you gotta um, watch you gotta watch videos of that that game like just gameplay on the ps5 i'm like oh this shit looks crisp like i know it's on the ps4 so i'm like no i'm like no dude i don't want to play on your shit fast
0: <laughs> all right i thought we were gonna wrap up Ian, and we will because i know it is past almost past midnight here and by almost i mean six minutes past midnight (laughs) however sony fix the shit man i'm done with it i've been patient i've gone through (laughs) two christmases and i told myself after this christmas it's gonna get better It's got to get better it's guns to get better and it ain't gotten better i'm about to turn 31 in and my birthday i'm gonna have a playstation 5 Either there isn't one anywhere on Earth, and it pisses me off. I want to buy Far Cry Six. I want to buy Horizon Zero Dawn plus One Dawn or whatever it's
1: called.
0: <laughs> I want to buy all these games that are like I want to play Red Dead Redemption Two again on a station that doesn't sound like it's gonna take off from um, the, the you know launch pad. As soon you're gonna as, be playing Red Dead on the moon. Up. That's right. I want to get friggin MLB The Show 22. That's where I draw the line. I will not play the next generation. I will I will rob a store and steal a PS5 before I buy another The Show on PS4. So the clock's ticking, Sony. It's time. Figure it out. Figure it out. You know? So that's what I got to say to Sony. Any thoughts on that?
1: I, I sign on to that 100%. I'm tired I, of it
0: i'm i'm with you we'll get each other we'll we'll find it and we'll find it's gonna be like the hat we'll find two it's like the the carter hutton hat you know one of us will find two magically and we'll buy both and then we'll pay each other back did did i tell you i had a
1: dream it was probably a couple weeks ago that you and me i was at like a target and i was with like arlene and i was with you and somebody else whatever and i Mm -hmm. knew they had like playstation 5s there like i knew it somehow but I was also sure. like, but we'll get them at the end. We gotta get the other stuff. And then we'll like just <laughs> swing by and grab them. And there was like a line, but it wasn't very long. And we just stood in it, and there was like, you know, six of us or something. And at the third person, they ran out. And I was like, you only have three? And they were like, no,
0: We only had three. And I'm like, no, you know. <laughs> I don't think I've told you this Ian, but um, I had a have you ever had a nightmare where like whatever. Whatever synapses or whatever fire when you have a nightmare are still firing, but, like, nothing is happening in the dream. I had this dream the other day. It was a nightmare where the whole thing was my car rolled really slowly down the hill. and I wasn't in the car. And somehow I saw this perspective of the car rolling down the hill and then uh, I lost the car and the whole rest of the dream was how much damage did this car do and where is the car and then I woke up before I ever found it. And it was one of those dreams that you're in so deep where you like wake up and you're like oh shit I gotta file file insurance paperwork and then you're like wait a minute. (laughs) my car's still fine it's on the parking lot you know whenever it's a bad to good
1: realization as you wake up those are the best those oh, are so but good when but when it's good to bad oh <laughs> I def- i've talked about this before but yeah i have like one where i woke up as a kid and i thought my parents had bought me like every pokemon card and uh, they were all in like a box in my closet and i got out of my bed and as I was like sliding open the door, I was like, shit, <laughs> like, I was like,
0: Oh, no, this can't be, this can't be. Like, I, have, really... I,
1: Ooh,
0: so bad. I have one that has scarred me so much that I remember it to this day where um, <coughs> a girl I had a crush on in freshman year, the whole dream was like, it was like almost platonic, but it was just like, we were just, you know, like, palling around and it was blissfully happy and then you wake up and you're like oh you know it's like you're still a single freshman and in nice in college and life sucks and you're gonna die <laughs> and it was just like oh
1: i feel like that's a universal dream i feel like there's been ones i've had where i'm yeah. like oh this is great and then you wake up and you're like definitely like 18 or something i'm like well i've definitely dreamt too that i've like <laughs> graduated high school i liked high school i did not have any problems with it but like that i graduated and it was done and then i'd wake uh, up and, and it would be like i was a
0: junior and i'm like yeah
1: oh, are you kidding me
0: you still had to go to mr kosky's class and hear him talk about saunas but yeah i had to hear him talk
1: about a lot of stuff i knew who he was he didn't know who the fuck i was
0: <laughs> i think we've told that story on the podcast before haven't we
1: that dude looked through me like a pane of glass
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> so for anyone not familiar with the physics faculty at southwest south high school from 10 years <laughs> ago there was this guy named phil phil Kosky? oh remember no remember is it yes, phil was it wasn't no it wasn't look get up it's, it's like phil mark Kosky, Kosky or something right yeah it was mark you're right <laughs> i really wanted it to be phil um in any case, he was a small. I want to say he was small. I don't really know. He was a. a, a- polish man of, of polish extraction very proud of it mustachioed and he was just very it was just very odd but very fun like a very like a one of those kind of eccentric professor types and he would talk about saunas because his people maybe he wasn't polish i guess that would be more swedish or something but it's like his people loved saunas and he would always talk about saunas and i remember he went on a whole big physics rant about the mixed stop in kingdom city right um right before uh columbia and um he talked about how it had like fish tanks aquariums in there and then a few years later i finally was able to pull off and go to the mixed stop and they didn't have the fish tanks anymore and i was extremely disappointed um but in any case uh yeah, he was the physics professor but he was also the robotics like overseer, right? Wasn't that where you had him most? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I looked at his name as John Kosky. <laughs>
0: John, that's right.
1: Stephen, real quick, sorry. If I looked up his name, I'm brought to this KIPDF website. And it has is a, he on a qu-
0: list. He's on a no, watch no, no,
1: list. No. no, it has the. I don't know what this is. It just looks like it saves documents. It has a PDF from Parkway South High School, from some sort of letter from Gary Mazzola to people in, at Parkway, like I guess the public thing, um, from April 2009. And I'm reading some of these things just real quick. Uh, people don't know who uh-huh. any of these people are. And if they do, it's good for them. But like, we're not, you know, we're not doxing anybody. Uh, Alex <laughs> Sidlow is mentioned. Laura McGuire is mentioned. Sharon oh Shu is mentioned. I'm looking through this and I'm like, my brain is breaking stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you have to you have got to send me this link that's fantastic <laughs> the very mention of gary mazzola in the first place it's gary mazzola it
1: him uh, hog it's old out Alec-
0: <laughs> <laughs> alex sidlow I'm, I'm sure he doesn't listen. and if he does this God is an irrelevant story because it's a decade old but Correct me if I'm wrong. Alex Sidlow did go out with your high school girlfriend for a period after you did. Correct. And they both went to my college. And I hated him for you <laughs> <laughs> like, for like a year when he's a, per- like a, a totally nice guy. And obviously have no problem or any contact with him now, but... There was a year where I was like, oh, that bastard, how dare he do that to me. <laughs> totally fine kid. How's high school so dumb? <laughs> really, well, that's what I mean. That's what I'm it's looking really at. really the dumbest like, thing.
1: These names. And I'm just like, <laughs> I remember when this is my life. And this is like, this yeah, was my, this was it. When it was like beyond this, like, well, you go to college and stuff. Like, yeah, I know. But this is, I I have this bubble and that's it, baby. <laughs>
0: You ever just think about how all the people in your life are just like, it's, it's basically a simulation, you know, Like everyone you ever knew was just happened to be in the same place you were. There there wasn't, I mean, you know, I believe in a higher power and all that, that's all good stuff. But like, you know, you're just going to school with these people because they happen to live in neighborhoods (coughs) near your own.
1: I want you to know that there's a senior honor roll, and I just type my name in, and there it is. I don't like that at all.
0: Well, go ahead and type mine in and see if I made it that year. Oh, uh, no, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're right there. Ah, oh, good. Am I right between Dawn Grass and Kate Griswold? Like,
1: <laughs> it wasn't. You're right under Aaron Garcia and right above Kelsey Henderson.
0: Ah, uh, there we go. What a list. I was, I was sandwiched by some real all-stars right there, Ian. Oh, uh, this podcast what? has gone too, too far off the rails.
1: I know. Uh, well, now, now we're getting real specific.
0: <laughs> just, tell, just tell the most minute high school stories. I do remember. <laughs> no. I do remember. I don't know why this just came to me, but like watching Katrina happen in debate class, thinking like, you know how you're a kid and you're like, eh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's probably I mean, the hurricanes. I'm gonna so live crazy. forever. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh man, that that really looks rough. So anyway, uh, let me talk to this girl I kind of like. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: You go. Know, man, I'm glad
0: I'm not there next. <laughs>
1: Man, that is a different feeling, right? That's totally different. You're so young, you just don't.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: just like every everything that shouldn't matter does matter and everything that probably is a pretty big deal, <laughs> you don't give a shit about. It.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Katrina's cool, but what's next on Fueled by Ramen records? <laughs> I got to know.
1: What's like a big emo hit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Taking back Sunday. What a great name.
1: Who are they taking it back from? Probably the bourgeoisie.
0: (laughs) Probably. You know, at the bourgeoisie, I've always taken a stranglehold on Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) Sundays.
1: Sundays. (laughs)
0: Sundays. I also, the the emo trend of giving your song title, like, way too long a name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: I "I could eat breakfast, but instead I'm going to ride my skateboard. Like, okay.
0: And the song right. never says any of those words or isn't about that at all. If I tried real hard, I could name all the songs on A Fever You Can't Sweat Out by um, Panic at the Disco. And they're all bad. Nails for Breakfast, Tax for Snacks. That's <laughs> <been my> the <favorite. laughs> um, <laughs> I constantly thank God for Esteban. That's another one. <laughs> lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking your clothes off. Um you know I write since not tragedies obviously a classic. But um big one. But then there's also like time to dance and an intermission. And it's like time to dance by the way slaps. That song slaps and in. It does. I do they they have they have some bangers on that one. Yeah, it's it's good one. Ma'am high school, simple times, huh? Any any other uh any other gyms you've plumbed from this uh, Gary Mazzola update? I mean, I can
1: find everyone on here from like honor. Apparently, everyone just just so you know, if you <laughs> read honors no please read
0: the entire honor roll, read all 200 names on the list. Oh,
1: sorry. This, will... <laughs> this went to juniors. This is why I was like, why are there so many freaking people in here? Junior,
0: <laughs> and I won't share. And I will share personally any recollections I have on that person. Um,
1: I'm on here more than once. My sister's on here. That's cool.
0: Your sister, Margaret?
1: Mm-hmm. i on here. (laughs) Oh, I'm also on here for having outstanding citizenship citizenship of five or more
0: O's. Five or more O's. Good lordy that's right i suck up how much were you kissing up to the professors my guy
1: hey you're on here too
0: i'm on there for outstanding citizenship yeah fuck i should have sworn more and i (laughs) I,
1: sometimes (laughs) i do think about that for high school i'm like i tried really hard i'll be like why (laughs) why did i try that hard
0: i screwed up in high school in some way because i like i this is going to sound arrogant, but like, I didn't really have to try that hard to get like B's and A's. So I didn't. Um, And, you know, in hindsight, I wish I had tried, but there was a part of me that if I got like an S in citizenship, I was like, what the? What did I do do to you? you? (laughs) Exactly. It's like, how
1: dare you? (laughs) I'm a trash can human being. Oh, I know. Yeah. How,
0: how dare you? How dare you tarnish my perfect 5.0 citizenship point average.
1: Yeah, you're uh, you're uh, when I see you in my classroom I think eh, satisfactory.
0: <laughs> it's also like I love how that grade s- served no purpose offered I don't think was like consulted or considered by colleges at all and was literally completely subjective it was literally just the teacher there was no they weren't ever like here's how you can improve your citizenship score it was just like "Ah, do i like this student ah, needs improvement you know you he's good more he's funny but he is a democrat so i'm gonna give him an r <laughs> i don't remember what they were i'm sure i'm sure one was needs improvement and then satisfactory and outstanding which was all I ever got obviously i, I think almost, there was like a high oh or something oh my god ian here's my here's my here's my most embarrassing uh high school high school um nerd story i got a south star which was like the highest individual honor it was, it was like the Medal of Honor for nerdy high school
1: students. Oh, Steven, I got one of those, too.
0: Well, no, 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 no. Ian, but you didn't get the one I got. <laughs> oh, no. You probably got yours for a real class or something. I got <laughs> mine, I swear to God, from my academic lab team.
1: <laughs> You're so good. You're so quiet. Whoa. This is weird.
0: No problem. I was literally such a kiss-ass. <laughs> That my academic lab teacher, who had a full slate of classes, was like, yeah, him, he's the one. He's the one I'm going to choose this year. (laughs) They only get one a semester or one a year per teacher, and she gave it to me. (sighs) That sweet horse-faced woman. And then she found love, Ian. She, (laughs) She found a spouse at the end of our high school years, and I was like, good for her. She can do it you know anybody can do it so it was fantastic it was really inspiring it was an inspiring journey we were. don't they ever write
1: something about you what they write about you
0: i don't i I guess i was awesome (coughs) i don't know it was i was literally i was just a kiss ass i really was i was just like oh yeah i'll run that note to another classroom for you or whatever you know and like that was the whole that was it that was the whole thing that was the bit and I like used ACLAB to go to other classrooms and study and stuff. It wasn't like a slack off time. And I think that's was it. I think I was in like a particularly rowdy one, and she was just blown away by my participation. So, what was your South Star for, Ian? A real class with a real professor? Uh, was it Julie I, Jouse? No, she I was wish. your ACLAB I, teacher. I would have liked that. No, it was. Um... That's where we. Ian. What? We. We met in Julie Jason, didn't we? No, no, no. Or you're gonna say journalism again, aren't yeah. you? It's always just probably, I
1: remember. True, um, it probably true. AP, what was it? It was for AP physics, and it wasn't because I was like good at it. In fact, I was like was pretty bad.
0: Who's that? Was it John Kosky?
1: No, 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 no. It was <laughs> oh, god, I can never remember this dude's freaking name. I've lost it. It's gone. Um Isn't the
0: bald guy.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have it either. Um, <laughs> Mr. Morrison. I can't remember his first right. name. But um, we I what it happened. I went into AP physics. I was like getting a C in that class, which to me was already like terrible. But I was like, but I, I had kind yeah. of also reached the point where like we had so many freaking smart kids at that school that I was like, yeah, man, I'm just not one of them. Like Smart. I'm (laughs) smart, but I'm not like freak smart. So like, I'm
0: not. I'm no Sharon Jew.
1: Yeah. So like, and that's what all. This is the class with all of them. So I was like, that's fine. Um, but I think I pretty much was like, because you can like change classes in like the first couple weeks. And I think I like mentioned it to my parents. And then my mom like in in meetings. Like I think your parents were supposed to come and like see all your classes at the beginning of the semester or some BS. I don't know. She like mentioned Uh it to them. And so then he was like, came to me, like the next day is like, no, 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 no you can't.
0: Which part to him?
1: Like that I was, that I was thinking of like dropping it or just changing it to some other class. Okay. And he was like, took it personally, not like in a bad way, but he was like, no, no, no. no. He's like, I believe in you can do this. All this other, you know, great stuff. And I think he got like a B minus in the class, but because basically I didn't switch out of his class and I like showed up and I also stayed awake for his classes because they were the first class of the day and all these kids just like slept in it. Um, just goes to show how smart all they were. Um, he was like, he gave me the star, <laughs> and he had this really nice speech about like, he's like, he's like, you know, it's not always about like innate ability or blah blah. It's about hard work and dedication and all this stuff. And I know he's going to be going to become a great engineer and stuff. And little do you know, I tried to become an engineer. It was so great, and then I dropped out of becoming an engineer <laughs> <laughs> two years in the college. I was like, nah, not for me.
0: Um, I um oh my god i my hardest like struggle session class was with mr wade r.i.p respect r.i.p but, um, What's up? <laughs> but uh, i did not get the treatment you got and he he laid down the law on the first day to his credit he set the expectations and he said i do not round grades up and i swear to god he and both semesters i was in there like pretty much every ACLAB lab, working my ass off to try and get even a B in AP Geometry. And both semesters, I ended with like a seventy nine point seven or whatever, and it was, it was still a C. Oh, that That's was I, that was a resentment I held for a long time. But you know, he's he's departed, and um, I don't use geometry at all in my day to day life. So I think we both came out okay well i mean he's not the dying part but the rest of it you know he played golf he enjoyed his years oh what a what a story so anyway to bring this all full full circle and then this one time john kosky looked at you and he was like who the hell (laughs) he just he
1: didn't say anything it was just like i've been in i've been in robotics i've been in like your class like twice um, I don't, it was just like a robotics thing. I think it was just me and him one time and I was talking <laughs> to him and maybe it's just that we never really talked to his credit. Me and him never like talked like personally with each other a bunch or anything. Uh-huh. So like one-on-one, but like, I just remember it felt like, like he didn't know who I was at all. Or <laughs> being like, dude, I'm here. Like, I'm like, I'm, I don't know. It was just weird. I was like, what? But to just to his credit, to whatever, it did seem like he was like that with like a lot of people. He was really nice, but kind of just like aloof. Um, but still, yeah, I was like, I really like you. You're a good teacher. Why, why, why are you making this relationship hard? Why are you doing this to me? Why do you, why do you choose <laughs> why to are test to me? you Doing
0: this to me. I found a um, article when I searched for John Kosky from the St. Louis Post Dispatch, dated February tenth, two thousand nine. Students learn teamwork in robotics competition, and it mentions John Koski, John Joust, and Brian Oakley. And I can't read it because it's behind a paywall. But I really hope your name is mentioned in it. Ian.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is.
0: I'm sure it is. You know why? Because they got to put some respect on that name. That's why. Here's that the KI PDF. I found it, Ian. I found oh, good.
1: It. I was trying to link it to you, but I've, my computer is having issues. Gary Mazzola
0: Scott Daggett's teacher of the year you just skipped right over that
1: oh did I miss that Scott Daggett's still there Matt Ups Matt Ups to Scott Daggett.
0: still there and still occasionally on TV in a in a uh, whatever ad he's in Dobbs he's in other stuff Katie Barkman, Maddie Cox, and Stacey Larson got, uh, you know, PSH students that had their artwork accepted in the Flow Valley Community College High School Art comp exi- Exhibition, which is kind of a slap in the face. I mean, if you're putting your art in Flow Valley, it's probably on, you know, a trash heap, but that's okay. No, I'm kidding. Flow Valley's great. Everybody's great. We love you all. And of course, exams. Man, this is fun. No, Tracy, weird Tracy Bauslug gets a shout out. Oh damn. she loved me. That was fun. I like that. Hmm. I definitely just stole an H in her class out of laziness. This is 41 pages, huh?
1: Yeah, man. I don't know if it's like the end of, it was like the end of a semester or something like that or what, but maybe.
0: Quiz Bowl news. There's all the names you just mentioned. This is fantastic, Ian. Thank you for finding this. Speakers perform well as one of these headlines. Teachers honored. Passing EC 20 years. Wow. You think folks are still listening? <laughs> because we haven't stopped recording. I really hope somebody is. I really hope they are. If you're still here, Tell us your favorite part of my Memory from 2009. That doesn't, Bill, my brother. I know he's probably still listening. It doesn't count if it was from you know 1914 or whenever you went to <laughs> high school. It's got to be 2009, baby. Oh man, right. highest honors. Where was I? I wasn't in highest the highest honors, obviously, but were you Ian? Were you? Uh, yes, you were. I think I was. He was, folks. He was in highest honors and Stephen Ground all the way down here in um high honors. Uh, you didn't even mention that Christopher Furless was two above me, Ian. Oh, sorry. If our mutual best friend, Chris Perlis, and you give him no no respect at
1: all. I haven't seen him in, in many a moon.
0: Well, that doesn't mean he doesn't still love you, Ian. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he cares about you. He asks after you every time I see him, and you show him nothing but disrespect. Oh, man. What a, what a trip down every lane this was. Just for us. Just for us. <laughs> PSH wish list of items by department, and the first thing I read is sweatpants. <laughs> All sizes, used but clean. What is What, is, what was DECA? DECA was like a business preparation thing. I think it's like a, a nationwide thing
1: my ass seeing stuff like that i'm like yeah that probably helps a little but like just think of how little you use shit from college and then i'm like these people are in deca and they're like you know could get could use this to get ahead
0: deca or distributive education clubs of america uh, is prepares prepares emerging leaders and entrepreneurs in marketing finance hospitality and management in high schools and colleges around the globe that's why were all of these bullshit. people that There's I remember like a... that being a big deal and I had no idea like how anyone ever signed up or any of that There's... oh dude our after grab parties invite is in here 11.30pm to 5.30am what a trip that was
1: oh yeah I was just talking about that with somebody
0: CJ Vogie won an Xbox
1: he already had one
0: I think we all remember uh, what were you saying about DECA though oh
1: there's just like a group of people in here deca takes no just as a group of people in here that like i don't have to go into them like these are all the people that would be in deca
0: and they were (laughs) this is exactly what i expected thank you
1: yeah exactly
0: this is so much there is so much here to go through spirit night something i never attended because i had none You know, summer school, something I attended once and it was a mistake. Congratulations
1: to the cast and crew of the PSH Theater Troupe on their superb performance of Zombie Prom. (laughs) Let's see that one.
0: Zombie Prom, Zombie Prom. Who put these damn zombies at this damn Zombie Prom? Please support Patriot Renaissance. Who read this whole thing? Who composed this whole thing?
1: Yeah, right. Who wrote this?
0: Good
1: God! Oh, dude, they got a thing in robotics in here. You probably already mentioned that. I I went to this thing.
0: I missed it. What did they say?
1: Congratulations, South Air Boxing, for a great finish in the Lunacy competition over spring break. St. Louis Regional first for inspiration and recognition of science and technology robotics
0: competition. Yeah, yeah, I remember this.
1: Did we win anything? I don't think we won
0: anything. The boys' golf team, coached by the aforementioned RIP Mr. Mark Wade, varsity team featured Nick Langway, whose older brother would go on to be an NCAA golf champion. So, you know, that was a big deal. <laughs> this is the farthest, this is the farthest off the rails we've ever gone on a podcast. We're literally just having the conversation we'd have after the podcast and still recording. But people are listening. I guarantee you, people are listening right now. And guess what? Guess what? You're all schmucks. Yeah, you're, absolute you're, the, schmucks. you're the freak. You're the, <laughs> you're, freak, the freak. You're man. the weirdo at this point. There was some, there's like on a nice edge at some point 15, 10, 15 minutes ago, it flipped over to where this is your fault now. <laughs> it yeah, was you're like very clear. these people and stuff. That's nasty. <laughs> It was here. very it was very queer half an hour ago that we weren't coming back to like I wonder what uh Thomas Vanek's career plus minus was, you know. So this is this is your problem now, is all I'm saying. Thomas Vanek that's a good word I'll guess. I should I should stick that I've one used,
1: I've there. used them before, but
0: yeah. Yeah, get you a V and a K, those are hard to come. <laughs> <laughs> Uh but folks, if you don't know, here's your la- here's your here's here's the hockey tidbit you've stuck around for. If you're if you're still here, there is a hockey only version of Wordle. It's called Gordle. It was made by the Puck Soup guys. I have the link. Reach a DM us, tell us you're still listening, and I'll send it to you. There, there's your bonus, there's your big premium for sticking to the end. Ian and I do it every day. And let me warn you, it's Miserable (laughs) it is. Wordle be very hard. Wordle I enjoy, but to be perfectly frank, usually takes me like thirty seconds because I've figured out three guesses. And I should play the hard mode where you can only guess the same letters. But I figured out three guesses that cover like all the most common letters and don't overlap in the first three. And I just type those in, and then I figure it out. But Gordle's impossible because you gotta first of all think of the names. And then, mm-hmm. you know, figure it out from there. It's it's very hard, but so far. So, Ian, you want to wrap this up? You want to call it?
1: Call it quits.
0: You remember how I said it was 12.06 and it was way too late 31 minutes ago? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's hopefully. Rolls. That's right. Hopefully, if there was crappy audio earlier, this crappy audio of a different sort has made out for it. But, um, yeah, that's it that's that's all i got in let's get out of here see (laughs) you all right bye everybody